for it. What's up, guys? Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. The Blaze slash the know-it-alls equals split era. Choose your era. It's a new era. Yeah, no doubt. Got the old, got the old heads in the house, and you got the whippersnappers over here. The ankle, yeah, the ankle wet behind the ears. It's like moist and damp in here because they're so damp. Can't use the word moist. (laughs) 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 Three dudes, one of them is huge. You know what I'm saying? Can you really use the word moist? That's gonna be that to be a poll question. Can, Can three dudes? In a podcast, use the word moist. We're gonna start keeping track of words we can't use. Right. Words, yeah, we're gonna list the words right. we can't use. Moist is the so first one. So today, the word that we're going, we we can't use is moist. All right. The word of the day, the non-used word of the day, is moist. All right. You know what I'm saying? But guys, listen. I know we're at Parlay on Thursday evenings, mm-hmm. hosted by Blaze. We'll be there Fridays too. And Fridays. Yep. Um, We'll do know-it-alls on Tuesday mornings, so we'll be here with you in the middle of your your morning, uh, taking you into lunch, uh, hoping to wake you up before you go to sleep and then catch the itis on your way back on the other half of the afternoon. I ain't got nothing to do with us. But we won't be up. We probably we'll see with the whole parlay thing. But right now we're at Specialty Gas House on Indianola. They can handle all of your gas needs, indoor, outdoor, whatever big green eggs, whatever type of grills you want. And uh, they're really good friends of mine, friends of ours. And uh, they're also, um, hey guys, just to let you know, July 30th, they have a, um, they host what they call a big green egg fest where uh, they raise money for cancer and actually the cruise for cancer and uh, the proceeds goes to the James. It's actually gonna be out on Obets. At, at the fortress, it's going to be pretty dope. I know I'm going to be there. Maybe we'll we'll do a podcast from the area. We'll get yeah. we'll get there and we'll figure it out. Cool. But um, you guys want to do a little? I'm gonna have them do an introduction because we're live and we, we we're, we're working this thing out. So to give some introductions. Cantley Elliott met Jimmy uh, working the football fever almost three years ago. Great dude, fun guy. I'm glad to do it with you. My name is Emilio Pena. I work with Cantley over at ABC. So, uh, you know, we've been becoming really good friends over the last year or so and, you know, trying to grow. So, those will be the non so attractive, cute guys oh. that you hear takes are attractive, on the uh, other side the as we're having are. these. <laughs> as we're having these pretty dope conversations. So, we're going to get right into it because we got some. Listen, um, the, the spring has been on fire sports wise, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, from the, the the Super Bowl, the NBA took off. The the NBA still rolling, and uh, it's been it's been a pretty pretty active mm-hmm. sports spring. And now we're getting to the end of this NBA thing. It's been a really, in my opinion, it's been a super dope um, uh, playoffs. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know. You know, your, your LeBron wasn't going to be in there. He's generally the headliner. The, the false kings, who a lot of you guys think are the best in the world, your, uh, your Kevin Durant. Ah! You're, hitting, you're hitting a nerve. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your Kevin Durant. Ah! <laughs> and we're going to see, you're gonna, we're going to soon see why Steph Curry can't be the best. Ah! Oh. 
Because this year he fought. Well, he did have one good quarter in the last series. That was the, probably four, the best. Five, yeah, and how many, how many quarters did he's played? Probably Enough. ever. Right, Enough. to have one good quarter, his best quarter mm-hmm. of, of, of playoff basketball, and you dare put him in the same realm of the King of your James? Man. Your man. Infreaking possible. But nonetheless, we do have uh, some pretty dope matchups. Let's just start at the East. Okay. So what are your guys' thoughts going into the the Boston Heat game? He has this first because he's a Heat fan. Sure, yeah, I'll go first. I mean, I'm wearing, yeah, he I'm got, wearing a Miami Yeah, he got his little whack um, Heat surf. I've been feeling good. Um, you know, he took care of Philly. Uh, after Philly took those first two games, so I'm not going to lie, it was a little concerning. Uh, Three-point shooting was off. Just the whole team wasn't playing well. But they bounced back, you know. Um, played pretty good defense. There's some clips of, you know, just the team defense on James Harden and some other players on Philly where um, they're doing a little bit of unconventional stuff to, to cause some turnovers and some pressure. Um, these two teams played each other two years ago in the bubble in the Eastern Conference Finals too. Uh, Miami ended up taking it in six games, and I think it's going to be the same result, six games. Uh, Boston, I believe, is missing Marcus Smart tonight. Although Miami's also missing Kyle Lowry. Um, Jason Tatum has been one of the bigger talks of the postseason. He's really taken a, a huge step into becoming a superstar, I think. Um, but Jimmy Butler has been playing just as good, if not better, statistically speaking. So uh, I'm going to ride with my heat, honestly. I, I don't feel super confident because Boston had just taken care of, like you said, KD. Uh, some people thought he was the best. I, I was one of them. But, uh, you know, after that series, it's hard to say that now. Uh, they just took care of Giannis, too. Uh, granted, they didn't have Middleton, but uh, the way he was playing was incredible. So, um, you know, credit to Boston with that. Still going to ride with my heat, though. Yeah, what are you thinking? So, I'm torn on this because Tyreek, our other good friend that does the Fast Break podcast with us, he's a Celtics fan, Amelia's a Heat fan, and I feel like I'm picking sides on this. But um, no sides, man. You no just got to go with your brain I, and your heart. I really, think, I really think as much as I love Jimmy Butler, I love everything about Miami. I was a Miami fan growing up, actually. Um, I just think this is the year that Tatum and Jalen Brown finally break through and do it. I feel like if there's any year to do it, this is the year to do it. I mean, you've made – I mean, you won some incredible series, beating Brooklyn, you beat Milwaukee. I mean, why not go ahead and cap it off? Beat Miami. Go ahead. And um, I think they could take either Golden State or – uh, the Mavs in the finals, they made it a little tough on Golden State all year. So I think either way it goes, you're going to get some good matchups. Um, it's just fun to really see, you know, where the NBA is going because Steph's always fun to watch. Jimmy's fun to watch because he's such a great player. He's aggressive. He gets after on both ends of the floor. I will say Bam out of the bio, I have to give him credit too. He made it very tough for Joel Embiid last series. So he's definitely one of the X factors for the Heat. Um, that's one of the reasons why I do – like, I don't mind anybody that picks them because I think he's, like I said, one of the X factors. But go ahead and give me Boston, I think, in six in this one. I have to go ahead and go with Tatum. I think he's just, I think he's the best player in the series. Um, and Jalen, he's turning into something special. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Boston in this one, I think. So Kelly, Kelly Kells, what's up, baby? Kelly Knuckles, she puts on here some, some doggone Let's Go Heat. And um, let's go, Kelly. And uh, as, as much as Kelly probably wants to be, on South Beach, what is less possible as possible, I mean, less clothing as possible. Oh, man. I think he's going to be a waste of your damn time, to be honest with you, Kelly uh, Kale. So you're going to be on the beach with no clothes on by yourself because um, 
I'm also picking the Celtics in six. It may be five. Oh, I got to say, I got to go six. It may be five. Well, this is the deal. Sometimes, sometimes it's not necessarily who's the best team and who's not. I talk this all the time. Sometimes it's just a matter of matchups. And I think this was the worst matchup for the Heat. Because it because you have two teams that are grossly predicated on coaching. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the, the, the culture, the coaching, the hard work, and the defense is the baseline of both of these teams, right? So now, who has the better athletes? Who has the better stars? And generally, Boston doesn't get the opportunity to say that. As good as Tatum is, there's always a question on is he a superstar. Uh, Jalen, people are still waiting on him to be consistent as well. He's, people don't consider him that, but he they, he definitely has the talent to be a 30, 25, 30-point 30 guy every, every game. And in the culmination, if you take the Heat starting eight – and you take Boston starting eight, I don't. Then I think that's where the whole thing goes off the rails for the Heat, mm-hmm. right? So now you're asking Jimmy Butler to literally be perfect mm-hmm. every game to win. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they'll take they'll take a home game, and I think that's it. That's, you know what I'm saying? I think. Hopefully they need to pull off the first game so they can get so they can get so they can stay there because I think they have home field advantage. Right, yeah, but if Boston takes that first game, poof, I'm saying five because yeah. that Joker's going back to Boston, right? Yeah, right. And then yeah. how it works? Uh, first two in Miami. Okay, so it's not a Boston. switch. It's not a switch off. Yeah, it's two two and then one 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 the rest of the. Okay, way. I got you. Okay, so listen, I I, I really think and, and listen. Um, my man, and, and you say, and you say that what's the coach's name of the Celtics? Uh, Ime Uduka. Ime Uduka. Bro, you say that better than his native tongue. <laughs> say it again. Ime Uduka. And who is he married yeah, he's to? He's Neil He's living good. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. He blushing. He red. He said, I want to be him. Nia. Ooh, then Kanye put him in one of them songs. But listen, you know what was irritating to me listening to people talk about Boston's success. Mm-hmm. And they had the nerve to get into Brad Stevens as if he's the doggone reason yeah. that they listen. I'm sure he does his GM job well. Mm-hmm. But listen, he it's almost like uh, when Tony built um, Tampa Bay and Mark right. built Golden State, mm-hmm. you just needed a little something different to put you over the top. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, and I give Tony his props. This is the way I give Mark his props. Mm-hmm. But listen, man, Brad ain't had nothing to do with this. It was Coach. Ime Udoka. <laughs> we should have a little button. To that. Just, <laughs> just click the button every time he says it. It was Coach Ime who, who, who convinced these dudes that there's a whole new brand culture that can win, that they can play with. And it's so funny how sometimes success is because you can hear it, you can believe it, but sometimes you have to go, you actually have to do it and fail to see that it works, right? So if if you watch the difference between the Celtics play, their brand of basketball, the first game against Minnesota, mm-hmm. everybody thought it was over. 
right? Oh, Celtics shouldn't be here. They're going to get ran off the car. Da, da, da. But it hadn't been. It wasn't the same since. They they played it and they were like, "Ooh, man, this does work. We just got to stick to it." That's culture. That's coaching. And I think Boston has the formula right now that's going to supersede anything that the Heat can put can put on the table. I will say, I do always feel like in the postseason, the three biggest things is coaching, defense, three-point shooting. I feel like those are just like the three things. I feel like the Heat do two of those things better than Boston. I, I feel like they're pretty they're pretty even in defense. I will say Boston has stepped up defensively. They've been a lot better. But I think the Heat are a better shooting team, and I think they have a better coach. So that's the only reason why I'm kind of he- I'm, I'm saying Boston is six. And they I'm have Miami, an older coach. Miami was Miami was my pick. I think pick. Spoh's just around the same I think age. Spoh's, he's yeah. been coaching well, for well, a minute. Well, he, he's he, but he's a vet, though. He's a okay. vet. You know, Spoltra, he gets credit for slinging hot dogs before he became a coach. <laughs> does, that, does that count? No, I don't I don't know. Like I said, those three things, Miami, they might have two of two of those, two and a half of those boxes checked over Boston. And so. you and you believe that and next time we got to some stats. Okay. But we believe that Boston is act do we think that the Heat is actually a better shooting team than Boston? I'd probably say off the top of my head, I'd say they're probably Okay. So I, we have we have here we're I feel, all, oh, they're very close. The thing is, is is Miami's best three point shooter all year has been Duncan Robinson and he's getting DNPs. You know, he's played like two games. Literally the last two games. I I know he didn't play at all, but but Tyler Tyler has stepped struggling. up. He's but he's struggling. but he did step up a little bit the last two games. But Jimmy's the guy. Everything is gonna gonna roll through Jimmy, who is a playoff guy. He's a mm-hmm. true Right. When it comes yeah. to, he's a true playoff superstar vet. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that shows up when you really need it in yeah. culture and everything. But again, I think the, I think the, I think Boston just has a little more than the Heat can handle. And and I think once they, once they see and feel and taste that they can beat the Heat. Mm-hmm. I think it's over. I'm so glad that the Bucks did not beat the Celtics because if you had Miami versus Milwaukee again this year, I think Miami would have probably put a pretty good ass open on Milwaukee after See, the playoffs last year. I'm not sure, man. Like, like two It'll years be five ago in games. the bubble, <laughs> Miami almost sweeps Milwaukee. Yeah. They won 4-1. Last mm-hmm. year, Milwaukee sweeps Miami. Mm-hmm. So, uh, assuming they get Middleton back, that's, that's a little scary for my team. It is. But um, one last thing I'll say about Miami is um, – People sometimes forget about who's on the team, I think. You know, P.J. Tucker, he's not a superstar by any means or an all-star, let alone. But he's a pretty good defender and can hit those corner threes, so that'll be good. Victor Oladipo, too, is is someone that's very much an X factor. He used to be a, an all-star caliber player and had some pretty catastrophic injuries, but he's been working his way up, and he's had some games. This Who is that? Victor Oladipo. Um or, or not, he was drafted by Orlando, but he eventually played with Indiana and, yeah. and took LeBron to Game Seven um, when he was with uh, Cleveland. Um, so, I think he could be a big X factor. One last thing too is um, one of my friends and I—he's a big Celtics fan. We have a bet <laughs> on it. Whoever the bet was originally, whoever gets further wins the bet. Um, so you know, if, if Boston had lost, I would have just won the bet straight up. But now that they're playing. You know, it's head-to-head. Winner-loser goes to the finals. The loser has to post a video of them hitting the 
doing the gritty uh. on their Instagram. <laughs> and we got to give them a shout out, you know. Congrats to the Boston Celtics. Congrats to the Miami Heat. Do you have to wear a Celtics shirt when you No, no, okay, no, okay, no okay. Like that. okay. So what you're saying is... Is if Boston, you're doing the gritty. I'm doing the gritty. <laughs> Boston in four. Boston in four, because I want to see the gritty. Oh. Uh, I we'll want to see, see the gritty right here, we'll put buddy. put it on the Blaze page. <laughs> <laughs> on the Blaze page. And what makes it even funnier, too, is I'm like the Minnesota Vikings, who, you know, Justin Jefferson put it on the map. He likes the Cincinnati Bengals. His, his co-partner, Jamar Chase, might do it better. Oh, you know, oh so. my god! So we're gonna have to get some practice in this football week. season. I'm gonna okay. Keep that on, keep that on. Hey, Je- my man Jeff is on here talking about is it football season yet? I said, bro, it's always football season, baby. Oh yeah. Come on, bro. Don't, don't get it confused. It's always football season. Hey guys, I normally shout out everybody on these feeds, but this, listen, since we did Facebook Live before, it's weird. So I'm still trying to figure it out. So Ryan, what's up, Austin? Jeff, tot, hot, hot, hey. Jamie, Corey, what's crackalating? Dominique, what's up, DPZ? Chris, what's crackalating? Kenny, Ken. I know there's probably more here. I just don't know, and I can't see it. So, <laughs> so the more that we do this, we bring it back. I'm, I'll figure this thing out a little bit more. So now on the other side, we, we just came from the East Coast to the to the to the West Coast. To your breakfast toast. So, some people say in this series is the best basketball player right now presently on the planet. Oh, wow. Who who do you talk to? Talk about Luka Doncic. Some people believe that Nick Wright's from first takes, adult Slovenian son, that's what he calls him, is the best basketball planet, I mean, best basketball player on the planet presently. I thought Giannis still plays. Maybe the best remaining player active. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still giving that edge to Atenokounmpo. Yeah. Greek freak. Yeah, the Greek. The Greek is a – three straight 40-point games up against Boston, I think. And, like, one of them was a 20 – 20 and 20. One of them was a 20-rebound game. And he's always double digits in rebounds. Mm -hmm. Giannis is Giannis is the, you know the the thing about Luca, who I think, the crazy part is I think they have just as much of an opportunity to make it to the finals as anybody. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a matter of matchups. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Golden State is going to have the ability to control Luca, mm-hmm. and it's his game. Right, that he almost plays a slower version of a D'Antonio's game, right? Right. Where your oh, yeah. where your number one guy absolutely controls mm-hmm. the ball, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And that person is a, is a pretty prolific scorer generally. Um, I I can't see anyone slowing him down for four quarters mm-hmm. of the totality of that series. And what that's going to make happen is the same reason why I thought LeBron and uh, Kyrie would have an opportunity to come back during the finals where they came back on Golden State. You're asking the jump shooting team to dang near be perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's just not happening, right? The best three-point shooters are at, at a four, 
you know, 40, 40 something percent. They're not even at 50 percent. Right. So all Luca has to do is make sure that ball goes into that doggone basket. Right. Which he does very well. And he does that as a, at a high clip himself. Mm-hmm. I think he out in the last game, he outscored Phoenix by himself in the first half. Yeah. yeah same amount. Same amount of points. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. So what are you guys thinking about the whole Luka phenomenon and the uh, Golden State versus the Luka Doncic? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go ahead. I, I went with the Mavs in this one just because I think if, if this was a case of where the other te- – Luka's teammates weren't playing that well and Luka was playing well, then I'd probably pick Golden State. But the other teammates are stepping up. Jalen Brunson, Maxi Kleba, Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, they're all playing really well. I think there was one point – um, in their series against who did they play before Phoenix? Utah. Utah. They were I think they had like three or four people shooting like almost forty percent from three. So the way he's getting people involved and they're hitting their shots and they've stepped up a lot on defense too. I think they could definitely. I think the I think anything's possible for them at this point. So like I said, it's, it's just because of his teammates. Like I feel more confident picking Dallas. But at the same time, Golden State. I mean, they're they've been here before. They've. They've been here several times, so I don't know. It's really hard to pick in this one, but I think I'm going to go Dallas in probably like six or seven. Yeah. It's going to go – yeah, it's not going to be anything. Now, the one thing that may play mm-hmm. is that I think it, I think it's prevalent in any sport, mm-hmm. but definitely in basketball, experience means everything. True. And it was actually dope to watch Golden State in, the, in their last two series mm-hmm. – show with their experience because they didn't beat people up I think physically or even shooting wise like they generally do a lot of the past two teams they played were pretty much ultra athletic way more athletic than they are and they made the other team not be perfect Mm. right and then they um, capitalized on the mistakes that they don't make and the other teams made. You know what I'm saying? That's like true vet. It's like playing that that team at the rec league that looks like they have all of your your CEOs of your all of your favorite companies, mm-hmm. you know, playing and they just running everybody off the court. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake's Be- basketball videos. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So but as far as Luca though, I, I wanna see how they're gonna control Luca. I know um Draymond, they're gonna put Draymond on him. But once Draymond gets into foul trouble or some type of getting thrown out the game trouble because I think he's selfish, he ain't selfish, he's self-centered. So he's going to do something that's going to hurt his team on behalf of how he feels. That's going to be a dope series too. It's, yeah. it's, actually, been, it's actually been a really good playoff. Yeah. It's been a really, really good playoff. I'm really excited about it. Now, what do you guys think about uh, the Jason Kidd and how he's done this year? He's done a pretty good job. Um, who was the coach before? It was um, was it Carlisle? Uh, was Carlisle, it? yeah, Rick Carlisle, who had been um, there for Ricky. like a yeah. million years. <laughs> he was the coach when they won with Rick Dirk. Carlisle's Jesus and Moses. They all came up together. I think Kid's been doing a good job. Like Lucas' teammates, not necessarily that great of players, but I think they're very well built. You know, kind of like you were saying with the D'Antoni offense, like he's got these guys who can shoot around him, and then Brunson and Dinwiddie are like ball handlers oh, that can kind of help take off, take off that pressure up for him. Um, Bertans and um, Kleba are some big guys who can shoot threes. So, um, you know, kids really just going all in on the Luka play style, and, and um, you know, the success is showing. Yeah, and I, and I think it's smart that he's doing so. Some, sometimes... 
what you find with a lot of coaches they that think they're smarter than their own good, right? So they have a system in what they think, and they're trying to mold, change, and adjust the players to do their thing instead of seeing what you have and putting your people in the best position for success. And I'll give Jason Kidd that credit because uh, he's recognizing Luca's mm -hmm. strengths and what that strength can do for the benefit of the team, and, and that's what he's cultivating. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's even kind of funny listening to the commentators and reporters and the, the TV people trying to tell Dallas how they need to play right. and how their players should feel because they're not getting enough shots and, and how they should be upset with Luka because he's he's hoarding the ball. And it's like, bro, they're in the NBA finals. Like they're in the, right. excuse me, they're in the Western Conference finals. Who's over there mad? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Are they really mad or that's what the narrative that mm -hmm. you're trying to create. So it's kind of cool. Plus, plus Jason getting his second shot, man. It's, you know, a lot of – and, you know, they talked about this when Steve Nash got the job. A lot of times some, some guys don't get the benefit of the best opportunities. Right. They just get an opportunity. And generally those opportunities aren't the good opportunities. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool that Jason had an – you know, when he was with the Timberwolves, and he actually did well with the Timberwolves. He didn't do great, but the was Timberwolves he, stunk. Was he with Minnesota? He did, I thought he, he was with uh, Milwaukee. Was it Milwaukee oh, first? Yeah, Milwaukee. I think it was, was Milwaukee. I think. And, uh, I think you're right. I think you're, I think you're no, I think you're right. You think he's right or wrong? I think, it's, I think he's right. I think it was Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah. So, you know, they were they – were, you know, they've always been bad. <laughs> But if I'm not mistaken, did he did he get them to the playoffs? He kind of helped Giannis unlock his first. You know, he you know he wasn't MVP level Giannis, but he, but he took it to that next yeah, level. That Absolutely, 100. percent So, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Um, he kind of unfairly got pushed out the door, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, but he got a, he got a, he got an unfair shot though too, right? <laughs> you know, that, and it's all about relationships, but you know. The day he retired, he gets the, the head coaching job. You know what I'm saying over over vet. Steve Nash was was very similar, but I'm but I'm happy that um, that uh, Jason had an opportunity to sit, learn some things, and he he's showing his value and his worth, which is um, which is super dope. I wanted to ask you guys a question before we before we go to anything else about the Mavericks place kind of in the Western Conference. So. I know, like with the playing and stuff, now that kind of gives you a little bit more wiggle room for you know some more teams to get in the, the postseason. But if you assume that the Nuggets come back next year healthy, the Lakers kind of you have to think they're probably going to bounce back and be somewhat decent, be in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The Clippers too. Or the Suns? Are you talking about the Suns? You have to kind of like, think about you know what is their place going to be? Who like, Dallas? Like, Dallas, yeah. I mean, the Timberwolves are on the rise now. I mean, like, there's just so many teams. I mean, the Pelicans think, aren't a team to mess with either. Now you look at them once I got CJ. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's easy to say that you know mm -hmm. anything could happen, but Lucas proven that he's that good. He's mm -hmm. you know probably a top five player at this point, mm -hmm. and um, who knows what would happen if they didn't match up with uh, the the, uh, the Clippers the last two years? Maybe they could have gotten further those years, because right. um, um, the Clippers are a pretty good team with yeah. we know when they're fully healthy. Mm -hmm. um, Even when they're not fully healthy, they're pretty. Who was that? The Clippers. Clippers, because the uh, Mavericks lost to the Clippers both of the last two years, and mm -hmm. Luka was going nuts. Um, I, I think they're going to be in in the contention, you know, for the foreseeable future, whether mm -hmm. or not they go to 
the finals or whether or not they go to um, the conference finals or they get, lose in the first round. Uh, yeah. It's hard to say because, like you were saying, there's lots of teams that are on the rise. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some teams on the decline, though, too. You know, I'm not sure what, what Phoenix is going to look like next year. Yeah, um, Utah. They kind of got exposed. Yeah. Yeah. I even wonder if they're going to break up Utah with Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, what that's going to look like. Yeah, you, you talk about breakup, but what do you what do you do? Like like I, people do that with coaches all the time, yeah. right? Get a new coach, get a new coach. I'm like, yeah, who are you gonna get? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who are you gonna yeah. get? And I think who I think Houston's gonna do exactly what they did. I think they're gonna play. So, so this is what sometimes we, we, again same thing with, with matchups, timing and opportunity is everything, mm-hmm. and it plays everything. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, so you have to look at that. If you talk about a regular season run, mm-hmm. Houston gonna be in the same spot. They're gonna be in that playoff game. I mean, that play-in game. You see what I'm saying? That's where they're gonna sit. That's where their talent even shows. Even my thunder, we're gonna they're be not, down there too. Yeah, they're not gonna do it. What'd you say? I said even my thunder, we're <laughs> gonna be down there. Yeah, too. bro, it just is what it is. Okay. Now, once you make it in, where do you fit? Mm-hmm. And and you know look look at Dallas's run. Who, who who was their first game? Utah. That's yeah. You see what I'm saying? Very winnable. Right. Who did they play after that? Phoenix. Phoenix. And they exposed them at the end. <laughs> totally exposed them. <laughs> and they and Phoenix didn't step up. You you see what I'm saying? So so what if Phoenix stepped up? Right. Like people thought Dallas would be gone. They're in the freaking Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So when you're honest to me got to look beyond where the teams are now. Mm-hmm. You almost have to look at the journey of how they got to where they got to. You see what I'm saying? They're, they're going to be in that playoff. They're going to be in that play-in space. The Kings will be next year. Mark my, mark me down for that. The Kings will be in the play-in next year. Why? I'm actually mm-hmm. going to mark you down for that. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And mark why? Down for that, huh? Mike Brown. Mike why Brown's my do you guy. care? Mike Brown's my favorite coach. Did mark Mike Brown like take drive them into Golden like, State to the ground? Golden State would have probably won in five if yeah. Kerr was you know going to <laughs> so, <laughs> mark me down. Kings is a play. I'll put a bet with anybody on it. I'm teasing. I'm, I'm not. I think you I think you may have some insider information that I don't the have. K, the Kings, the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Pelicans were all teetering in those spots. And I was like, the Kings were there and they would lose. And I'm like, okay, guys, like get it together. But, you, oh. you know, going back to what you're saying, though, Jimmy, about like matchups and everything. I think it's uh, very interesting how on the last game of the regular season, Milwaukee doesn't play their starters or anything against Cleveland, mm-hmm. and they end up dropping to three to, you know, I don't know, if they won't admit it, but I think they were trying to avoid Brooklyn. Boston plays their last game with their starters. They win the game. They end up taking care of Brooklyn. They get the home home court advantage against Milwaukee, and, you know, maybe that was the difference maker. So playoffs, yeah. matchups are very important. And it means that, man. Seeding. And, and honestly, I think a guy like LeBron – showed me how being strategic means more than people give it credit for, right? People just, they think hard, like even when I, in my motivational speaking, I tell people hard work doesn't always play off. Accurate hard work pays off. You see what I'm saying? Doing exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to go to, as opposed to just doing activity. The activity ain't going to get you nothing. Got to put your resources. Right, you got to play it different. And I think LeBron used to do that. I think LeBron was the antithesis of, of, of practicing for the playoffs, playing for positioning to win the championship, as opposed to just getting in the playoffs. Right. I'm the number one team. The long play. I played. Yeah, yeah I played the most t- minutes. Okay, now you're in the playoffs and you're exhausted like Chris Paul was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Or you know, I got the best record. 
Okay, you got the best record and you got bounced in the first round. Who cares? You see what I'm saying? That stuff doesn't matter. I do want to go back and revisit something, though, because I remember when James Harden first went to Philly, people were comparing them to Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Joel Embiid, James Harden. So I want to go back and, you know. Listen, do y'all know what – okay, so y'all, so y'all whippersnappers. Are you guys baseball guys at all? Not overly. Very casually. Yeah, okay. just kind of casual. Very ca- so you're talking mustard hot dogs and – Dates with hot girls. Like, so that's yeah, the only like reason. Like that's the only. <laughs> yeah. the, the girl, the girl you want to date likes baseball, so you're going, you're going to buy tickets. Where she likes the Reds, and she's from Cincinnati. Okay, I get it. They, so back in the day, there was this pitcher. I forgot his name. He was actually an incredible pitcher. One day, he couldn't throw the ball over the plate. They call it the yips. I don't know if that's medical or if that's just who somebody came up with it. But the yips ended up being this this anxiety disorder where when you know when it comes from athletics where if you have to perform and and the and as high as the stakes are, you you know, you you, you lose it. So he's bro, he's throwing the ball. The plate's over there, he's throwing the ball over here, bro. It's if you Google it, it's the craziest thing. And I've thought James Harden has had the yips for years. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. I literally, and no one talks about it. I literally think he has a mental disorder that when the anxiety is at its, when things are at its, when you, when we need you, mm-hmm. he has so much anxiety yeah. that he bails out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he bails. Like, get me out of here. You see what I'm saying? And that's how he's lived his, that's how he's lived his his career. So when he went to Philly, they needed him in Philly. Like they, they needed him more than Brooklyn needed him, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So I knew, I'm like, unless he does something else, which I don't think he will, that experiment's not going to work. And James is the type of guy, he, listen, he clocks out. Yep. Like he literally clock, like he goes blank. It's really disappointing to see like a player that caliber just check out, you know, defer so frequently when there's such a, you know, talented scorer. Uh, I think in that game six against Miami, he had two shots in the whole second half. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely insane, bro. But but that's that's what it is. So that that whole. You know, bro, and then and then what it means to be a leader and a winner. Man, LeBron catches so much flack that people people almost consider, and I think they think this that being being great is casual. Being the best, being that leader, being the guy who can put some is casual. LeBron does it so effortlessly. You know, Mike did it so eloquently Kobe did it so powerfully you know what I'm saying so they think anybody even if they're ultra talented can do it right you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. and 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 Kevin Durant which no one grabs on this dude for this man Kev you you went to a dang near historical team to literally be the one of the best teams ever and and you get two rings and the MVP, bro. You you bought your you bought your way to the glory, and people give you credit for it, but no one talks about Cav and his literally 
I call it a Z Z a zero sum total of what he's done at the Nets. If you're talking about him being one of the best and what he's done with the Nets, come on, bro. Are you kidding me? He's had guys. He's had opportunity and ain't done nothing with it. Very talented, very skilled. But that guy? Most skilled scorer ever. You got to do something like Luka doing. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if it's style. I don't know if it's leadership. I don't know what it is. But that kid was the rookie the rookie MVP, right? And he's he's doing what he did no matter what the journey is. He's doing it by himself. KD, where you at? Kyrie? Where are you at? You mad because you ain't mentioned with the top the top ten point guards. Okay, because the, the top ten most people name are doing like have done some incredible things, and I'm fans. I'm fan. You know, I'm fans of the. I'm not that guy, but it takes more than just being good. You know what I'm saying? It takes more than that, bro. So you know, getting back to Houston, Houston's going to be. In, in, well, we was talking about James. James didn't surprise me. I didn't. I didn't expect. I, I've been telling people it's documented somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that James is going to be insignificant, and Cavs, Cavs going to realize that being the best and being able to do it on your own, he's going to have to realize he's not that. He's really Batman. I mean, excuse me, not Batman, but he's Robin. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he's not. You know, maybe even Superwoman or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> maybe Cat, Catwoman. Catwoman. Uh, maybe the, maybe the penguin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the penguin. Maybe stuff like that. But, but yeah, K- KD's not the guy. Kyrie's not the guy. And they're gonna be worse off next year. I'm telling you. Ooh. Watch. Telling Nets you. gonna be worse off. Kings gonna be in the play-in. With, Man, this is crazy. With the Nets. I think he said the Kings. Why you bring the Kings into That's, it? It's crazy. I ain't going that crazy year next year. I ain't going that far. <laughs> I love it. Hey, peace, love. And hair grease. (laughs) Blaze out.